Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Good morning. Good morning. It is Motivation on Monday. Listen, y'all, I got to stand this one up. I pray you are well. I pray you are excited. It is a brand new week. It is brand new mercies. It's a good day to know Jesus. So y'all listen, I'm ready to just jump right in. I couldn't wait to noon. I know y'all probably like, I don't know when she coming. For all my podcasters listening, if you're on the YouTube channel, thank you. But I just want to say good morning to you. First thing I want to say, if you are watching me on the YouTube channel, please subscribe. Please subscribe so you will know when more motivation is coming your way, encouragement in the word. But also share it, y'all. Don't be selfish. Listen, share this word with somebody else, okay? I am so excited. So like I said, I'm standing, y'all. I got to stand up. I know the ones that's listening to me, you can't see me. But I'm standing up because this word today is so personal for me. It is so personal for me. And I am just so encouraged. Let me tell y'all something. So let me kind of slow down because y'all know when I get excited, I get excited. So first of all, let me just say I woke up early this morning, right? And instantly, I'm talking about instantly, the Lord just began to download the power of the word of God. The power, I know the power of the word of God, but the power of the word of God. So why am I saying that? Because if someone's watching me and you like, what is Motivational Monday? Motivational Monday is my opportunity to encourage you in the word of God, point blank period. I am not here to give you just a quote. I'm not here to make you fuzzy. I'm not here to make a friend. I'm not here to to just, you know, give you a little, uh, no, 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 no. I firmly believe that the word of God is our template for life. It is our road manual. It is our compass. It is everything that we need. And so more than giving you a quote, more than telling you how to keep a, a natural body fit, more than me giving you um, tips or, you know, focus and all of that. And I, I'll tell you those things throughout the word of God. But here's the thing. If you want to be kept, if you want to be motivated, if you want to be inspired, if you want to be encouraged, if you want a regulated mind, if you want peace, if you want direction, if you need counsel, if you need joy, if you need hope, if you just need to know which way to go for the next hour, the word of God is where you start. Everything you need is in the word of God. The word of God is, I mean, it's powerful, y'all. And so I want to encourage you. I don't care if you the CEO down to an executive assistant, down to the front line um, worker. I don't care if you're a homeschool mama sitting there with six kids, cookies all over, dishes piled up, laundry, 
feeling like you have nothing to offer. Yes, you do. Get in this word because you're training up generals. You're training up a prophetess. You're training up leaders for the kingdom of God. Don't take that lightly. I don't care if you the frontline employer. All you do is take money and enter it in the system. But somebody might come pay their bill. But after they pay that bill, they get ready to commit suicide. Your smile is needed. Your joy is needed. How you take that money and enter it is needed. Don't count where you are slight. But know that your word, as you get in the word, you understand your value. You understand who you are to this day. You show up. Listen, I heard um, Pastor Tony Evans say something. Y'all know that's like my father in the, in the spirit. I love Pastor Tony Evans. And he said something the other day, and that thing did something to me because he was describing, it was a little commercial, and he was describing a situation that he was down, and he was kind of giving it to him. But to make a long story short, this is how he ended it. This when the music, you know how somebody kind of have a commercial and it's building, and then he said, he literally said, because he was kind of giving a dialogue of what, how the enemy was probably feeling in this time that he was going through. But then he said, but then I put my feet on the ground. In other words, I put the enemy on notice by just getting up. That is getting ready to be something going down. Hold on, let me take some of this light down. But he said, I began to let the enemy know, like, hold on. You know, when you put your feet to the ground, it serves notice. And so this morning, I don't care what you put in your feet down the ground. I want you to understand today through Motivation on Monday, it's my time to give you some inspiration for your soul because the word of God is going to keep you when I'm not there, when your mom not there, when you can't get the friend, the word of God will give you direction for your business. The word of God will help help you keep your body fit. The word of God will regulate you in your mind. The word of God will give you direction in how to run that fortune 500, um, company. The word of God will give you how to start over. The word of God will show you how to invest your money. Y'all don't count the word cheap. So anyway, I'm, I'm pumped. As you can tell, I got to stand up on this one. So today, that's what I want to let you know. My name is Latrice Bartley. Did I say that? I don't know. But my name is Latrice Bartley with Purposefully Living. And what is Purposefully Living? It is a business that God gave me. It's a ministry that God gave me to encourage you to let you know that you are not here to exist. But every day, God wants you to live out purposefully. He wants you to live your life purposefully. And what does that mean? Being intentional. But here's the thing. You can't do that till you get fit. Get fit is something the Lord gave me not to get your natural body fit, but to get your mind, your soul and your um, your spirit fit. Because the reality is until you get focused, intentional and tenacious about Christ first, you can't live a fit life. You can't live an intentional life. You can't live purposefully, but it takes God to do that. So I want to encourage you this morning. So now today's word. Y'all, my encouragement for you is coming today. This is what I want to tell you. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. This is what I'm telling you today. Talk to yourself. Now, let's think about that naturally. You ever been taught? Let's all be honest. We've talked to ourselves, and you almost got to catch yourself because you don't want to be responding, and people be like, she curry curry or who? Or listen, sometimes when I'm walking down the neighborhood, I forget. I'm in there praising and telling myself something, but you don't have your earpiece in, so people looking like, is she really talking out loud? Listen, today I'm giving you permission to talk to yourself. Let me tell you why. Y'all, this thing's so good to me. 
Psalms 42 and 5. Now, last week, remember, every week we are focusing on getting God's word in us. How are we doing that? Practically, I said I want you to focus on one scripture a week. It does not mean don't get in your word, read, meditate. But what I want you to do for me is just keep these scriptures on cards and just keep them before you so you can stay in the word. Keeping yourself encouraged. We're going to memorize this word. So last week was Psalms 32 and 8, which we remembered that the Lord will guide us along the best path, the most advantageous path, profitable path. The Lord will guide us along the best pathway for our life. He will advise us and watch over us. But here's where we're going this week. Psalms 42 and 5. Y'all, this thing just did something to me this morning. So I'm going to try to go a little slow. I can hear my daddy. My daddy tell me, he be like, baby, you be so good, but slow down a little bit. This for you, daddy. I'm trying. Okay. Psalms 42 and 5. I'm going to read it in a bunch of versions. If you've been following me, you know why. Because it just gives interpretation. So follow me. Psalms 42 and 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. For the help of his countenance, for the help of his countenance. New Living Translation says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. Y'all, come on now. Now this David talking to himself. Message version says, why are you in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God. Soon I will be praising again. He puts a smile on my face. He's my God. One more version. I want y'all to get this thing. I want it to become real. Amplified says, why are you in despair, oh my soul? And why have you become restless and disturbed within me? Hope in God. Now, this is where I want you to think about. This is the difference in the Amplified. It says, and wait expectantly for him. For I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. Now, what is the key to that in the Amplified? David is saying some things to himself. He kind of talking to his soul, to his spirit. Why am I discouraged? Why am I dumped? But the key is, he said, hope thou in God. Like, where you hope at? But this is the thing I love in the Amplified. It says, hope in God and wait expectantly for him. Now, why is that important? We have a hard time waiting, myself included. That's not a term of endearment. But in the word, God really wants this to become a term of endearment. Wait, when we hear wait, we automatically think, oh, Lord. If you go to purchase something, the people say it's going to be a wait, you're mad. If they say, oh, we'll put your name on the list, it's a 30-minute wait. We ain't happy. We want to order that TV. It's on back like you. You know, wait to us is like, uh. But wait in God's, in, in God's eyes. He said, no, that's not something to be upset about. Let me tell you why. Because when you look up the definition of wait, it's a delayed action. That's the part we don't like. But here's the other part that wait says. Wait says to remain stationary in readiness or expectation. So when you wait, two things should be going on or one or the other. You're either waiting in readiness, which means you got, if you're not, you know, you might be saying, Lord, I want this, but the Lord say you need to get ready. So maybe that's something you to, for you to do while you wait. 
or you are rating in expectation. So when you're expecting something, it's kind of like, okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. Like you're not solemn. You're not down. You're waiting with expectation. Now, this passage blesses me so, y'all, because it is a reminder to talk to yourself. God is saying, I give you an invitation to look crazy on a daily basis. Talk to yourself. Sometimes you got to just have a combo with yourself. You have to say some things. And this is what's happening to David. But here's the thing, y'all. The key to this combo that you're having is actually in verse four. Because in verse four, David recalls some things to mind. This thing is making me excited. He recalls some things to mind. He remembers the festive procession to, procession to Jerusalem. He remembers the singing, the shouting for joy. Read verse four. Then he starts to ask himself. So after he remembers this event, he starts asking himself, why am I cast down? Why am I? Hold on. And so y'all, what I want to encourage you is sometimes we need to reflect like David did on the joyous moments. We need to reflect on those times when we were, when the praise, we need to reflect. Like verse four, David was recalling some things to mind. Then he began to have hope. And so what is hope? Because we really need to understand why this hope is so important. Why is he saying, you know, I recall, therefore I have hope. What are we talking about when we say, why are thou cast down? Aren't your hope, hope thou in God? So what does this hope mean? Hope is confident expectation that God will do what he has promised. Confident expectation that God will do what he promised. Hope is expectantly waiting for God to act. So when you understand what hope is, now we can kind of understand this scripture. But to get to give it a little bit more foundation, I want to go to Lamentations 3 and 21. I want you to read the whole chapter. This week, just take a moment to read the whole chapter. But when you go up, I mean, it's just stuff going on. Suffering. He just telling the Lord some things, okay? Jeremiah just saying some. I mean, it's just, it's like he just putting it all out there. But here's the bottom line. When he got to 21, through all of that he was going through, he says, yet I call this to mind. And therefore, I have hope. Yet, I call this to mind. And therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that I'm not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And in the Amplified, it says, Great and beyond measure is your faithfulness. Y'all, it says, yet hope. So here's the thing. In this scripture... Like I said, you got to kind of read above, but Jeremiah is at a place. He's recalling some things and the, his tears and it just the suffering. But he said, hold on. First, he said, I don't have hope. But then yet hope returns when he remembers something. Just like in David, David was like he began to feel hopeless. But he remembered on verse four. The, the joy and this occasion. So then he began to say, hold on. Why is that important? Because y'all, and let me just read it. Let me slow down. I want to read something. It says, it says, yet hope returns. This is in Lamentations. When I remember this one thing, the Lord's unfailing love and mercy still continue. 
fresh as the morning, as sure as the sunrise. The Lord is all I have, so I put my hope, confident expectation, in him. The Lord is good to everyone who trusts in him. So it is best for us to wait in patience, to wait for him to save us, and it is best to learn this patience in our youth. When we suffer, we should sit alone, silent, and patient. We should bow in submission, for there may still be hope, confident expectation. Y'all, this is in Lamentations 3 and 21. So you might be saying, okay, Latrice, what are you saying? When you understand that hope means confident expectation in the Lord, that means to have an expectancy that he's going to do just what he said. I don't care what it looks like. And this is what um, in Lamentations, this verse is so important because Jeremiah is confessing that he lost hope. But then all of a sudden, y'all, he remembers he has hope. How did that happen? Because he said, I recalled some things to mind. He said, I had to take control of my mind. And he turned his thoughts to God's word, the truth. The truth, y'all. He turned. Hear this. Because a lot of times we sit and we're like, oh my God, woe is me. This is not happening. But I need you to understand on this Monday morning that you got to run offense. We ain't got time. The ball has been thrown to you. The trial has been thrown to you. The marriage situation has been thrown to you. Your child's rebellious has been thrown to you. The pink slip has been thrown to you. You can either drop the ball or you can run the ball. Listen, it's football time. God said, no, we're going to run this play. He done th the enemy threw some things to you. But now you got to recall some things to mind. You got to begin to take. You have to be on offense. Not somebody come encourage you. This whole passage with David is a combo with himself. Ain't no friend talking to him. He didn't call the king. It's not a best friend. It's not his mama. This a one-on-one -on -one with himself. He began to recall some things to mind. And because he recalled those things, he got hope. He said, hold on. This is where my confident expectation is. So listen, you got to take charge of your mind and talk to yourself. The truth has to be, the truth of God's word has to trump your feelings. And Jeremiah, when you go through those verses at the top, he has some feelings. But then he said, hold on, all of a sudden he got hope because he had to take control of his mind. He had to say, hold on, wait a minute, this ain't true. Wait a minute, what does God's word say? See, we have feelings. And feelings are real. Acknowledge your feelings. But feelings are a false reality of the truth. You can have your feelings. But then that's why Motivational Monday is important. You can feel like my marriage is over. You can feel like this child is about to be dead because I'm going to kill him. You can feel like I want to go and just kill myself. You can feel a lot of ways, but then you better come back and know what the truth of God's word is. No, I'm not fixing to lose my mind through this situation. Hold on. What does God's word say? The feelings could be that I'm in despair because of what my health diagnosis is. But the truth of God's word says that I'm going to live and declare the works of the Lord. So y'all, we got to know truth versus feelings. So when God seems absent, when he seems uninterested, when he seems silent, we got to know some things. And that's what happened with David. David was like, he remembered some things, but then he said, 
man, wait a minute. Why am I cast out? And y'all, this is what I want to encourage you. Here's my practical tip for Monday morning. I want you to get a piece of paper. I'm dead serious. I don't care if you got to take your lunch. I don't care if you need to take an hour tonight. I am asking you to physically write down. See if you can do it in an hour. Begin to write down God's faithfulness since you've been born. So since that's if you 56, if you 60, I'm dead serious. Just give me an hour and tell me what number you come to. I want y'all to put it down if you're watching the YouTube channel. I want you to physically take a sheet of paper. I'm not joking. And I want you to begin to write down God's faithfulness. See, you got to recall some things. You got to think about in 1996 when I was losing my mind, rebellious, should have been dead. And God spared me through four and five car accidents. I have to think about because of the seeds when I was riding a bus. But when God provided and gave me that first grand damn Pontiac GT and you couldn't tell me anything because he was faithful to do just what he said. I have to think about when I was in so much debt and I didn't even know because I made some dumb decision. But God was faithful to not only promise me that I could have my own home, but he delivered on it. I have to think about when I was in and out of relationships and I didn't think that I could understand what real love was. And God blessed me with a husband who would love and really care for me the way that God said. I had to think about when God said, when the enemy made me feel like infertility was going to be where I live and I wouldn't be able to get pregnant when we were trying for months and months, almost up to a year. But God brought forth Langston. Then when I got my third child and the devil said, oh, you gonna die and your child gonna die. But then God delivered me and he brought forth Olivia. Hold on. Like we got to just keep going on. Wait a minute. When I was only making a certain amount of money and I didn't see that the ends would meet me and the husband, we were trying to put it all together. But then God opened up a door and blessed him and then promoted me in the midst of wicked. Gave me almost 30,000 more. Y'all, I can just keep going on. Let's just talk about when I thought I was going to lose my mind. But God, just not even a month ago, began to remind me, daughter, why are you cast down? Where, are, where is your hope? Am I not bigger than this situation? Y'all, I ain't talking about, look, yesterday. Yesterday, let me give you yesterday. I had a situation. But then I began to get in my closet and read the Bible. And the Lord said, you don't have to be afraid. Put your trust in me. Then when I began to look at the results, y'all, the thing turned in my favor. God did it. He was a healer. He was a keeper. So I need you. I mean, I'm just giving, I summarized about 10 10 years in these one minute, but I need you to write down when, when the things that God has said, the things that God has done. Maybe you're sitting there and you like trees. I, I want to commit suicide. You don't understand how bad, but you woke up this morning. Maybe you was in foster care for 20 years. You felt like no one loved you, but God delivered you. Not only did he bring you out of foster care, now you are entrepreneur. You got your own business. Ain't nobody taking care of you but God. You in a position to take care of others. You pouring into other you. Y'all, you got to sit down and make a recording, make a mental note of how good God is because sometimes we so forgetful but when you begin to do that when you begin to think about who God is and his character then you can say like David 
Why am I cast down? Why, hold on. Why am I cast down? Because in the bad times, you can reflect and remember the good times and have hope, confident expectation that the same God of 1996, in my case, is the same God of 2021. The same God that brought you out two weeks ago is the same God that will bring you out tomorrow. Like he's faithful, y'all. So I want to encourage you. What do you know? We have to talk to ourselves. It's okay. Talk to yourself. Begin to remind yourself about the Lord. He is faithful to watch over his word. His character is unchanging. He keeps his promises. He's compassionate and gracious. He is he's a God who's sovereign. He has integrity. Y'all, listen, I want to end. I'm about to end, but this is how I want to end. I want you to have a combo with yourself. Why is this important this morning? Because I don't know what your morning looked like. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe God has opened up the biggest door for you, but you scared. You timid. You're like, Lord, how am I run this company of 10,000 people? Lord, how am I run this business? God, you've opened up five speaking opportunities. I'm nauseous. I know this is what I thought I was wanting, but how do I do it? Wait a minute. You telling me to write a book. Lord, right now I need to get 40 pounds off or they're saying I'm going to be admitted to the hospital. How am I going to do this? And this thing is putting you down in a depression. This thing is weighing you down. God said, hold on, recall some things to mind. The same God that brought you out last week, last year, that took you out of the hospital, he's faithful to do it again. You got to remember your confident expectation is in God. You got to begin to get a posture to say, okay, God, I understand who you are. I'm going to remind myself of your character. So here's how I want to end. Psalms 31 and 24. It says, so be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Y'all know what that's taking me back to, Joshua. I love me some Joshua. Joshua said, be strong and courageous. The Lord, God kept telling him that over and over. Hear God through me. He says, those of you that put your hope in him, be strong and courageous. And then here's why. Hebrews 6 and 19 says, we have this hope. We have this confident expectation, which is hope, that is an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Y'all think about an anchor. When that anchor is down, that boat can't move. He said, "My, your confident expectation is an anchor, y'all. We have this hope that is an anchor for your soul. So listen, that's how I want to encourage you today. I want you to be encouraged and know that the same God he is able. And listen, if you like this girl hot, I am. This thing did something to me this morning. And you might be looking at me and be like, so God done, he done showed up for you, huh? I ain't got my full victory yet. Mm -mm. No, still going through a little something, something. But see, I got hope, y'all. I got hope. I began to remember the God of Olivia. I began to remember the God of 1996. I began to remember the God who brought me out just five years ago. I began to remember some things from yesterday. So I got hope. I'm like, David, why, why I'm cast down? Where my hope at? My hope ain't in my best friend. My hope ain't in my mama. My hope ain't in my daddy. I believe they'll be there. But my hope is in my God, a sovereign God, an almighty God, an omnipotent God, a God who says, I'm Emmanuel. I'm with you. I'll take you through the storm. I'm not going to just, I'm walking it through you. Y'all, that's the God we have hope. 
So listen, be encouraged today. I don't care what you're facing. Getting some pounds off, if you just want to be fit in your mind, body, and soul, that's what you should. Listen, God is faithful. And I want to leave you with this. This is how I'm ending for real. This just blessed me because I miss my pastor so much. I miss my pastor so much, but y'all just had to know my pastor. She a little bit of old school, so she'll just be in the middle. Just, just bust out with a song. That was just how she is, and I have her right down my dresser. Every time I get ready, I just I let her know it's for you. I got you. You put too much in me. So here's my song from my pastor to you. Now, this is a little old school. I don't know if y'all gonna remember it, some of y'all, but y'all, this song blessed me this morning. Here's what it says. Real, real, Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes, he gives me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. In the morning, he's real, real. Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes. He gives me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. Y'all, that thing did something to me. I could keep going. I get Langston to do his little uh, tambourine. But y'all, he's real. He's real. And if you're looking at me, I can't leave real quick. If you're looking at me and you don't know him, all you have to do is admit that you are in need of a savior. Admit your sins. Admit that you tired of doing it by yourself. Lord, I messed up. Lord, I don't know you. Lord, I'm just tired. Admit it. Then you believe that he is the son of God. You have to believe that Jesus died for your sins. Receive him in your heart. Confess him as your savior. And you save, child. You save. Yeah, that's it. Because see, the enemy like, girl, uh-uh, you been, man, uh-uh, you been on crack. You been on pornography for 10 years. You been doing such and such. You save. That's all it takes. But then you got to get in this word. That's where your hope comes. You get in the word of God. Begin to get you a, a, a amplified button. A, a, a Bible, a study Bible and delve into this word. Ask God to, let me tell you what I told the Lord today. I said, meet me at your word. Meet me. Show me something new. Talk to him and he will reveal your word. Y'all talk to yourself today. Bye.